Hi, this is Pinball Monkeys, and we do long-form improv comedy every month in Kuala Lumpur. But we want to bring even more funny content to even more people. So we're launching a weekly sketch comedy podcast exclusively on Patreon. Follow us for weekly half-hour episodes that sound kind of like this. Sapan untuk orang Melayu yang baru, honeymoon, yeah. Today, we will learn how to speak Malay. Kita hmm. ni ada amanah tanggungjawab sebagai zookeeper. Kurangkan kan gaji minima. Every new episode will always be available for free. However, if you support us on Patreon for as low as five ringgit a month, you get exclusive episodes, bonus content, discounts, merchandise, special shoutouts, and more. Come get silly with us. Head over to Patreon.com/slash/PinballMonkeys. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Mental Percha Podcast. It's your boy, me. Also, a special guest, Anwadi. Hello everybody. I hope you had a good few days uh, in the past. And I hope <laughs> you have a few good days in the future. Yes. I did not mention my name. It's Muzaki Zaina. Do I need to? Do I have to? It's on the podcast title. I don't If know. If you didn't know, now you know, brother. If you brother. don't know, now you know, brother. Alright. Um, it, uh, it is still Raya, I think. Raya-ish. How do you feel, It's man? It's in the With month the l- of Shawal. It is in the month of Shawal for sure when, the episode, when this episode comes out. Um, how, how is your Raya on lockdown? Uh, it was a uh, pretty chill. We didn't pre. We didn't grow go anywhere. Um, what I've been noticing since uh the last the last episode <laughs> of mental mental podcast, yeah. I've mentioned that I don't like cooking, mm-hmm. and now I have come to be okay with it because Ooh. I've done it several times now. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine now. Uh, yeah. I think the key to why I'm a lot more okay with it now than I was back then, yeah, now I cook while listening to podcasts. Oh. And that, that, that helps so much because I can't just, like my podcast listening habit, I can't just listen to podcasts and do nothing else. Mm. I have to listen to podcasts while doing some other thing. Yeah. Like driving or walking or, mm-hmm. you know, Exercise. some other, you know, lipat baju or whatever. Yeah. Right, right. And, and, and cooking kind of falls very nicely into that thing mm. where much of my hands are doing stuff, but my ears are listening to the podcast. And it's a decent amount of time for me to get through, you know, a good episode. And yeah. uh, by the end of the cooking experience, I really didn't mind it at all because I was listening to this nice podcast that I was listening to. So character development for your boy <laughs> Anwar over here. <laughs> this is this character development. The character development is now. I like cooking now because I get to do something that's not cooking. Like that's how. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking is great once you once you realize you don't have to think about it, which is good, lah. I guess. Like I get maybe. Do you overthink when you cook without a without a podcast or what? Or do you just get bored? I 
I I don't think I overthink. I think you've been a big macam help in that department. Macam macam you've uh, demystified cooking for me a lot. I think. Oh. Macam macam seeing it as not 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 as much of a uh, a chore but a necessity, a, a skill that you have to use. Also, a thing that I think Chef Wan said in an Ooh. interview. He said. Macam uh, the interviewer asked him, uh, you know, can 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 anyone be a chef at your restaurant, or does you know do you need certain qualifications? And then he said, "Kau ada tangan, kau ada kaki, kau boleh kerja." And he said that, and he said macam he set such a low bar that it yeah. made me feel accommodated. <laughs> Which <laughs> hey, I have hands, I have feet, I probably yeah. can cook too. <laughs> He's right. It's a, I mean, to be a cook is like a trade, can like you you go there's an expected outcome, and then you work with your hands, and then you produce the labor. It's not it's not you have to do a lot of mental work or you have to do a lot of studying. Not really. You have no, you follow the instructions, you can come up with the results. So, yeah, yeah, and and you share a lot of macam stuff on. I don't know if it's Twitter or Instagram, but you know, there was this one. I think Tumblr or whatever it was post. Mm. It says which um, uh, people ask me what I know about cooking, and I only know five things. Oh yeah, so it. I shared that one on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I saw that one. And I was like, chum, I can follow these things. Yeah, and they're mostly correct. Yeah. <laughs> the one I laughed at was the, if it's from a mommy blog, add more spices. And the one that stuck to me the most Is like use more garlic Than they told you to use Yeah and That one was like Huh interesting I didn't know that Okay yeah. I'm Garlic's gonna use delicious. more garlic yeah. In and my Vincent, orange juice <laughs> They told you to use no garlic And you're like Probably Probably, probably three or four use... cloves over here Yeah And then you drank it And then you died immediately <laughs> It's tragic. <laughs> I I always well not always like slightly felt like whenever I go into my rants about cooking, people tune out. <laughs> but but <laughs> because that comes from a place where I really want people to hear it, and not really I I think people will will want to hear it. I tell jokes because I I think people want to hear it. But I rant about cooking because I need to. Like there's no, like there's no, I cannot I can't stop myself from talking about it. And I'm glad that you and Harith also he's like. He messaged me like, "Oh, I really like the episode you guys talked about cooking, even though I don't cook." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's that's good, that's good." I don't. I hope. Well, I'm glad that it's it's been demystified for you. I don't know which part is mystifying, but I'm glad it it broke through. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean yeah. now now that I'm you know on the other side mm. of the hill, mm. I kind of criticize myself as well. But I'm apa yang apa yang mystifying sengatnya. Just yeah, you know, chop up a few garlic and onions, put it mm. in there, and then but, bo kicap, bo hayam, habi. Done. <laughs> but like, done. but like, okay. So you, but you've been on the other side of the hill, right? We do not want to run into the problem of math teachers being bad at teaching math because they're so good at math, right? That's a mm. problem, Ken. So you have been on the other side of where you're scared of cooking. So if you have to tell people who are so scared of going into the kitchen. Or like they say things like "Oh, I, I tak pandai," and then they end up just never learning to cook stuff they like to eat. 
what do you have to say to these people to get to the other side of the hill? Uh, oh damn! I, I, uh, you have to listen to podcasts while doing it. <laughs> Find some podcasts that you like. Yeah. Queue up a few episodes mm-hmm. and do it while listening to the podcast. And yeah. and take it for me, macam for me mostly. Now, much I'm on weekends, lah. Especially, I volunteer to cook mm-hmm. lunch and dinner. I tell my wife, much I'm, I'm gonna cook lunch and dinner, and she's yeah. like, "All right." Uh, and for me, it's mostly just an excuse to listen to podcasts. <laughs> it's it's my number one reason I want to cook. Yeah, I want to listen to podcasts in wow. the house. I mean, uh, because there are wrong. so many, you know, just so many clothes to fold. And stuff to clean, mm. you know. So much. Yeah. I need. I need more because one episode is like an hour, and I fold clothes for like fifteen minutes. But through the habi, what am I? What else am I gonna do? <laughs> I yeah, know people who listen to this podcast while while they're working out. That one's good. There are people who listen to podcasts um, while cooking, like you do. Mm-hmm. The thing that that is to me a little. Um, oh man, I hope. Oh, okay. Sorry. The thing that uh, the 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 activity people say is like lipat baju to do something while lipat baju. I'm like lipat baju takes nothing. I don't know why. I don't know who is maybe me and you've been to my house and I don't really fold clothes. Like I have, I take them from the sidai straight away to the wardrobe. I just leave them hanging. I don't really fold. Um, but also I've been to houses where they fold their clothes are always around, and I whenever I come to the house, I fold their clothes for them just out of absent-mindedness, because I don't like seeing unfold clothes or clothes that are not put away. But like, how long does do you take to fold clothes that you need a podcast for this? Like <laughs> I don't how <laughs> like, how boring is the act of folding clothes that you need some entertainment that you don't have to look at. While folding clothes, because I remember my my auntie that I used to stay with um, when I was a kid, she would fold clothes while watching um, Cita Nustan, and my other auntie would fold clothes while I think while she was watching, yes, uh, watching TV, yeah, watching cartoons and stuff. She would fold clothes, and I'm like, is this such a? I don't because I don't think it's it's a it's not a it's not a drive to your work and it's not a workout where it takes a long time. But I guess it's just so boring that you need something. Is that what it is? Um. Yeah, it is boring, and uh, for me, it does take a long time. Not not in this household, which I'm. This household is only two people. But my back in the family house where it was six people, it was which I'm every time baso baju. It was yeah. quite a few clothes, okay. so which I'm. It took like a good half an hour or something. So. An episode of Scrubs should do it, you know. <laughs> well, that makes sense, and you you sit in one place, so you're not you're not, you know, and your focus is only on one area, so you don't have to think too much. I guess that makes sense, huh? Like for me, I don't like folding clothes either. I know how boring it is because it's the same clothes, <laughs> you know. Part part of folding clothes that's annoying is like, oh, it's this shirt again, and you're and you're reminded of what that shirt means to you symbolically. Oh, I wore this when this happened to me. Or like, oh, I remember buying this. I thought I was gonna look good, but then I forgot that I'm fat. And then, <laughs> does that not happen to you when you pull clothes? <laughs> like, uh, I, 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 I have a little bit of that, but I yeah. guess that's why I need the distractions. Last, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> think about it too much. 
they don't want your mistakes of clothes shopping to 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 hit you in the face while you're folding clothes. You're like, oh man, yeah. young Anwar was so optimistic. He can pull this off. <laughs> this is but nowadays, yeah. macam especially macam in the past four or five years, the only mm. clothes I buy are the clothes of bands that I like. Oh. Nah, if it's not that, it's clothes that I had to buy because of school or okay. it's clothes that were given to me for free by, you know, either the workplace or the right. university I went to to to, to talk at okay. or whatever. Macam clothes buying is a is a rare thing for me nowadays. You, so you don't buy clothes because they're They, you're like, oh, I want to wear this to add to my outfit. You're like, I like this band, and they sell a shirt, so I'm gonna support the band by buying a shirt, and now I have a new shirt. Yes, that's <laughs> that's mostly my my shirt buying habit is that especially. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, band should start making pants too because they're tra- starting to koyak in the Kangkang area. That's your solution. Your oh man, my pants are ripping, and you start emailing bands to ask for jeans. Yeah. Instead of <laughs> instead of learning make, to sew, make make some nice, you know, slim fit, uh, <laughs> black, black, you know, denims, that I can yeah. wear. And so, like, if you're you're talking to, um, okay, hold on, I'm gonna keep this recording going. You can keep talking about pants. I have this another call I'm gonna take. <laughs> All right. Ah, uh, all right. Let's see how that factors back into the conversation. This is gonna be fun. Hey, yeah. Yes, I'm back. Um, I hope you managed to entertain the audience while I, I was... actually was silent the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Oh wow! <laughs> Amazing. I was not because I had a call and uh, okay, so we did talk about clothes just now, but I'm so sorry for the audience, but I'm just gonna put this in because you know we're doing it raw. Fuck it. Here's what happened: I got called from somebody who WhatsApped me uh, earlier today um, from an unknown number, and it's about something related to some stuff that is not. Um, oh, oh, there's no. I don't. I didn't sign a non-disclosure. Okay, so um, Netflix Malaysia, the account, talked to me to do like a thing, right, for their socials. And, Method uh, Malaysia. Sorry, Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, Netflix Malaysia, the social accounts. They they message me and they're like, hey, blah blah blah, and I'm like, okay, cool, let's do a thing. Okay, cool. They didn't give me any dates or what. They just sent me. A, they emailed me a talent release form. I signed it. Uh, the the release form was good, and I got DMs, and they're like, somebody will contact you. Like, cool, cool, cool. And I got this. I got contacted on Sunday morning, and I don't want to reply to somebody on Sunday morning because what kind of precedent am I setting? You know what I mean? True. Yeah, yeah. You, so, tip for people who are listening, and 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 I don't care if you're also Netflix listening or if you're another client trying to talk to me and and listening to this. Let me for sure. If you're trying to contact me in an hour or a day where I don't want to be contacted, you're not gonna get a reply from me because it's a Sunday and it's a holiday. You should respect yourself and don't do any work on Sunday. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just right. Call up your friends and record a podcast or something. Yes. Call up your friends. Uh, make force them to get on Zoom and then make them restart their laptop, and then <laughs> get them angry about Black Lives Matter and then rants 
rant a little bit about the kutba guys holding payungs and then, and then have, start recording yeah, and then start recording your podcast and ignore several calls about people trying to contact you about a Netflix thing it's a Sunday i feel like okay um i i don't feel like this is me being a dick i feel like setting professional boundaries is important for like um to be professional don't you think so i don't know what do you think I think that's true. I think um, it it is a a collective thing though. Macam if many people don't mind doing that, macam taking work calls and replying work emails on weekends, yeah, you end up kind of looking like the asshole, macam because mm. everybody else can do it. Why can't you do it? But even though sebenarnya in the scheme of things, uh, you are in the right. It's just. Perception thing, I think. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess I'm lucky in the sense where because I have a Canadian brain and I do not mind looking like an asshole, because somebody has to. I don't care. Somebody has to say it. You know, somebody has to be it. So if they were from my, I think, oh, starting from what two thousand, like the second job I had, second professional job I had, I started setting high boundaries for myself, even from the hiring process, because like I don't want to. I don't want people to think they're being hardworking by working on a weekend. That doesn't signal to me that you're hardworking. If you stay longer at work, or uh, if you come in earlier, or or you work weekends, that just means you're you're managing your time poorly. You know, like why yes. why yeah why is your virtue tied directly to the to the labor that you're selling to a giant corporation that you don't own? Like if you own the company, okay lah. You work weekends lah. You work at night, couple. It's fine. It's your baby. You you have more skin in the game. But if you're an employee, you have your life and you have your own sanity to think about. If you tie your your value to your work a little too much, it's gonna cause problems. Speaking of, and I'm saying this, I'm a guy who who has done this to his detriment back in the 2015. I don't know if I've talked about that enough. About I how, don't think how, you have. No, how much of are you aware of that part of me, of, of me pouring too much of myself into my work, sampai it was ruinous. I feel like you may I, have been in the periphery. I I I was probably just in the periphery. <coughs> I I relooked at a blog post that I wrote, uh, after a meeting with you in Penang. I think that was the first time we met IRL in Penang, yeah. um, and. You said that I was loudly curious, and that was an interesting phrase to use <laughs> to describe me. And I wrote a blog post about that immediately because of how interesting I thought it was. Mm. And uh, I think that kind of documented the first time we met, also. Yeah. Um, and that was in two thousand and sixteen. Twelve. Oh, wait, no, wasn't two thousand twelve? Oh yeah, two thousand sixteen. Eh, we met. Oh god damn it Now I need to check it again I might be wrong But it was in the early 2010s For sure uh, First half Yeah first it was, half, it, was yeah. it was mid 2010s I was definitely working uh, uh, In Penang still mm-hmm. Yeah yeah And riding a motorcycle still Yep I remember the first conversation we had in person Was you Was me going Alright oh, I'm in Penang now We can go have Roja And then you said You mean Pasembo And then Yes And then my immediate next thing was, oh, this, oh, this, we're gonna fight about this now. Was, <laughs> <laughs> you remember? We didn't, we didn't. This, that's not even how we talked initially. 
<laughs> like we were just sending DMs <coughs> and then like retweeting each other or whatever. <laughs> then we're like, oh, we're gonna talk about this now. Even our first conversation, kind of in real life, was about food. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Because what you meant by roja and what I understood by roja, I I I was kind of afraid there yeah, was a disconnect. Different things. Like you were being kind. You were like, "Oh, pasumbo means this. If you mean that, I can bring you to have that, so you're not disappointed." That's what you meant. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, "Oh yeah, this pinam boy will tell tell me about what's what." <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't angry. It's just you know, yeah. You by now you know how I think. It's like, oh yeah, this is this is the perspective you can take. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because later on we talked about how what I was defensive about, like um, uh, which is uh, mi bandung. I'm from Johor. If you have lots of Johor, I mean, you can do that. Like Johor is weird and wrong. I think it's delicious, <laughs> but but it's weird, and you know, accept that it's weird. It's spaghetti. How is yeah. it traditional that your noodles from Italy? Italy it's from Italy. Italy. Yeah. From Italy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So shut up, sit down. But but mi bandung is like okay. Mi bandung mua is like correctly mi bandung. You can get it outside in a weird way, but the Johor style is better. Blah blah blah. So we talked about that a little bit. But mm-hmm. how did that? How did that really? Oh, so you wrote that in your so, blog, but yeah. Uh, so I, I, I don't think I was aware of stuff that happened before that. I, I don't think we oh, okay, okay. explored that part. That was around the time where I, where I got my work life balance really, really like in a bad way because um, I was uh, I was in Penang to do research for a comic book that we got a grant to write. Me and yeah, uh, me and a friend of mine. Bujang or something like that. Yeah, the Lemba Bujang. We were writing a, a comic. <clears throat> I think copies of it are still like around, not online or for purchase, just around. Just like I have a stack of it, I think, uh, or like one copy of it in my in my house, and it was given away in different places as like a like a teaser. Um, as I was doing that, I also had a I was I was also doing stand up, and then a year afterwards. I had a full time writing job, like a ten o'clock to seven o'clock full time writing job, and I did I did stand up at night, and then I wrote every week for her this kind of show, and then on the same year I went to Finland as well, and I ruined like personal relationships, my relationship with my family, <laughs> my relationships with the people I was dating. It was, it was hell. I didn't see it as that because I thought work was was more important than everything else, and at the time. I mean, very until very recently, actually, my this new I I had this new uh, insight just this week. So up until this week, I understood my workaholism was was me not knowing how to find joy in the moment. I always had to be working, and I always had to I put virtue in work because I thought if I'm if I don't work, I don't exist, and mm. I need to put my stuff out there. And if I if I'm not uh, producing value for other people. Then I don't deserve to be around, and that was very bad. Uh, that hit me in a bad way when you know with the whole ideation and stuff because um, I hit a I hit a point where all my achievements did not give me anything. Like I didn't feel good about any of them, even though it was like you know world renowned or whatever. Um, I mean, even in even if world renowned just in name, you know, like world's funniest, whatever. I'm like, okay, I contributed to that, you know, Netflix, whatever. But like, oh man. Uh, I I don't I didn't feel better about myself, so I thought that so I thought that was something I need to work on and I did, and uh, my understanding of myself up until this week was that it meant I had to find value in other things. So I started looking for friendship, 
and like really valuing my friends uh, more than people I work with. Um, side note, we, uh, me, you and me, I know, I know, we got to, to be friends because of work, kind of. Like, hey, let's do a podcast together. That was, the, if I didn't have the podcast thing, we wouldn't probably hang out. That's how bad it was for me. <laughs> yeah. So kind yeah, of, kind of, yeah. Yeah, and and um, upper, so that was until this week. Now I now I still have that same notion. It's just that I now kind of understand a little bit more why I put myself into my work. It's because, uh, or partly, it's because I have no comfort. I have no, I don't feel comfortable being at home. Like um, my household was not a comfortable place to be in. It was very. It was very frustrating to be there and try to be comfortable. It was just, I had trouble sleeping. I had trouble doing anything. I was not in a safe space in my head. And when I started working, this is true. My first job, 2010, the commute was from Ampang to to Damansara through the Duke, which is still like an hour. And then I would work from... 10 a.m. until like 9 p.m. and then I drive back, and I would have there was a whole almost a year of just doing that, and I was really happy, and I thought that happy was because I did work, work that I wanted to do. I was writing a cartoon series. I thought it was great, but it turns out I was just happy to not have to be in the house, <laughs> because my household had such like venom in it. It was so it's such a troubling place to be in. So I was just happy. The room I had that I lived in for like months had no. There was no furniture. It was just a, a like a, like a, like a comforter, like a quilt thing. I would lie on that, and there was one cushion from a sofa I would put my head on, and there's no other furniture in there. I was the happiest boy for a year, for a full year, <laughs> because. I didn't have to deal with I was well, I was dealing with at home, and I sublimated that feeling of joy into feeling, you know, feeling proud of my work. And I think part of the reason why a lot of people value their work a lot might be because of that. Maybe because their life or like their family is not that great, their love life is not that great. They don't feel great about themselves, so they put value in their work a lot. And because of that, they want to work weekends and they want to bother other people while they're recording a podcast. And like, <laughs> just, just don't, you know, don't just relax. Just calm down. The world is on fire. Everybody's unemployed. It turns out the the most important people are not you. The most important people are the people who are doctors, people who grow food, people who deliver our food. These are the most important people. Surprise. Mm. So you know, either join them or just don't, don't you know, put value so much in 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 your work and. Pay more attention to yourself and your friends and the people you connect with. Um, yeah, so that's the whole tangent from being interrupted. Yeah, but what happened within the week that that uh, perspired this uh, gestalt shift? I'm using words I do not understand. Yeah, I'll I'll give a second for the audience to Google gestalt, and. Um, Alright, okay, so you know I know you yeah, used that wrong, I, I, right? I, I, yeah, did you pick up that I've been reading Steven Pinker again? Yeah, again. <laughs> I've been trying, I've been trying. Oh, I'm there's stuff of thought. I'm on page 60. Okay, I'm, so the book I gave you, right? Is that the one you're I'm reading right now? punching through it, yeah. Uh, this the stuff, stuff of thought. thought. I re- do, you get, do you understand why I like it? What? 
Do you do you understand why I really like that book and why I? Give I understand it? why you like it. Yes. Yeah, but you can't get into it. <laughs> it's uh, it's too tough. It's 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 above it's, it's above uh, my you know my punching weight. Uh, is that? What? that I, I don't know. I feel like you can be more generous with yourself and say it's not really your thing to read. I don't know if you're curious about I, that. I like the subject matter. Really? Masalahnya, macam macam linguistics was one of the things that changed my life in a big way. Um, growing up. Uh, yeah, that's, the, that's why I I, I lent it to you. I thought you would like. Yeah, it. yeah, and I understand why you would, but mm. I feel like they're speaking at a. At, at too too heavyweight, too high uh, level, for mm. me to catch up. I mean, I can lah, but it's very slow lah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I'm there, there, they're sprinting at, uh, you know, Usain Bolt levels, and I'm still sekolah rendah, kota star level. You know what I mean? Is it is it a thing where you read two pages and you have to like stop and Google like a, a few things that they were talking about? Uh yes, it it's also much. Um, I read two pages, and somewhere along the third page, I realize I understood nothing. <laughs> so okay. I turn, I go back two pages and try to reread it and try to actually get it. But now I'm trying something new. Uh-huh. Uh In in this third phase of trying to read this book, <laughs> yeah, yeah lah. Kalau tak paham pun tak pol. Accept it. Just right. go go through it, macam, huh. macam. It's okay. You don't get it. It's okay. Just get through it, <laughs> and see how that goes. That's okay. my stra- that's right. my strategy right that now. That got you um, sixteen pages so far. So yeah, yeah. So we'll see how it goes uh, in twenty twenty one. My thing about that book is um, how it really unlocked a bunch of stuff about how words are being used. And it really helped me like see the texture of the sentences that I form, mm-hmm. and 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 deliberately like like just feed my vocabulary to like massage my sentences sometimes just to make it sound interesting, not necessarily to be understood better. <laughs> so, just yeah. to, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. and I get this, I get that sense a lot from this book. Yeah. Uh, um, uh. But but w- yeah. What 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 happened in this week that made you kind of uh, shift perspectives? Uh, yeah, I was I was gonna get to that. Just just quickly, Stephen Pinker's The Stuff of Thought. If you're okay. cu- if curious, is a book where he uh, takes a look at how words sort of shape our thinking and sometimes the other way around. That's the base of it. But he gets deep into it with like. Uh, different examples, um, uh, different different um, uh, hypotheses, and then he tests it out. And then, uh, for me, it really like lit up the part of my brain that became really curious about languages, and it helped me become funnier because uh, uh, language is what we use to communicate, and funny is communication. So it really helped me a lot. And if you are any any way interested in linguistics, you should already know Steven Pinker's name. Um, check it out if you haven't. And the copy that I have given to Anwar is has a really cool cover as well. It has like the the black and white uh, yeah, it's, thing. It's doodly. Yeah, it's doodly and cool. Okay, all right. So what happened this week was um, I did not go back to my family house for for Raya, and um, it it's um, I. I think I very lightly talked about this a little bit. I don't want to explore it too much here, only because I don't really fully understand it enough to share this with grace and and with enough kindness to the people involved in this story. But 
suffice, suffice to say that I don't have um, an amazing relationship <laughs> with my my family. Not all of them. The best relationship I have with is with my sister and with one of my brothers. And so as I was away uh, and everybody's having their raya elsewhere, I'm fine. I spent my time getting angry on Twitter and having fun with Avengers on Twitter. Um, it was is fun. I made rendang. It was good. I gave out rendang to people who who asked me for rendang. I made cookies for people to ask me for for people who asked me about cookies. It was fun. I had a I had a good raya. But then, um, in this period that was be- between uh, Ramadan and, and raya, and now my sister would uh, regularly uh, message me about how the situation is at home. And she has been had to deal with it very difficultly. That's not a word. Very, it's very difficult for her to deal with it. And uh, a lot of the conversations that we have end with me going, or one of us going, "Oh right, so when are you moving to Trangganu then?" Because that's uh, that's yeah. her, her that's the logical is. conclusion and how to yeah. solve problems for every single situation. It's like, okay, we got to move out of the house because I moved out as soon as I could. Like, uh, uni move out. Job move out And that was I I couldn't figure out Why I had to do it But I know That felt good And I followed that And that's been Healthier for my mentals And now that I'm away And I'm feeling very good About myself And the only problems I have Are problems I create On my own Which is good Um you know that means That means It's not a, It's not somebody else Bringing their bullshit It's me creating Uh Problems to solve uh, which means I'm working on myself Which is good I'm not harming other people When I'm doing this um, And I'm seeing that What my sister has to go through Living in the house Is such a Such a problem And I'm like Oh right This might be what it is This might be why I was so excited to work But I don't really like work Like if you <laughs> Like you know Like you, you've worked with me before I'm very lazy In a lot of ways I would, I'm so lazy I would spend a full day to save five minutes of work. Just yeah, yeah that's the thing that I would happily happily do. Um, and like the whole improv thing, I would rather you know do a lot of practice runs with improv rather than sit down and write for half an hour <laughs> because because to me like okay this is the the best way to do it. Ah, oh, what if we just fail a lot and then you know so. Uh yeah, how am I lazy and and I love work at the same time? That to me like doesn't make sense. So I sat down and like uh talked to uh some of my other friends I've been talking to, tried to hash out why this is happening, and then that might be that part of it. Like the reason I pour myself into my work because my work was something I can get value from, and there's an expectation of things happening in my house. Whatever you do, you can always be wrong. And it's <laughs> yeah, and to me, it's like impossible to be in that kind of situation, you know. Mm. Yeah, um, and I dealt with it all in all the wrong ways. I would like you know just sleep wrongly, like even till, until now, I don't know how to sleep, like comfortably. I would wake up with aches and like this is probably causing my body permanent damage the way I'm sleeping, but but I really need to figure out how to sleep on a bed. Um, uh, and Yeah So I feel like it, It's possible A lot of these other people Who pour so much of themselves Into their work Is because Maybe there's something else They're trying to fix In their life um, 
mm. and I don't have any proof of that, but it's true for me. So it might be true for a lot of other people. And I encourage people to don't step on the gas too hard, especially because we're in a plague right now. We're all trying to work in the middle of a pandemic where everything's just, everything is terrible. The politics is terrible. The 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 economy is terrible. Uh, racism is terrible. Uh, uh, everything Everything is garbage So it's okay for you to feel like garbage Because that's the normal human reaction If you are trying to do a lot of work And trying to put a lot of work out there In order to feel better about yourself Just stop a little bit Just take your time to relax And be okay Just grieve, cry a little bit, be sad And then try your best at work But don't like overdo your nonsense Because it's, it's work You know Yes, thank yeah, you for well, sharing. <laughs> What's it? I think what your your job is not gonna hug you. I feel like I've said this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and and guess what? You're not gonna get hugs anyway until the vaccine is <laughs> is available. Yeah. Uh, we're we're a long way away from uh, the normal normal. Uh, th- speaking about work. Or am I uh, kind of trying to transition away from something prematurely? <laughs> it's, it's fine, man. We can talk however we want to talk about. <laughs> what? Why? You, 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 you mentioned that... Um, I don't know if this was a conversation on the podcast or outside of the podcast, but you mentioned that yeah, you might join frontliner work someday, oh, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that still on the cards for you? I was looking at uh, listings and I was looking at like availability of stuff and every time I do it I get an email or a message from somebody I used to work with who are asking me for my services Ooh. so I'm like ah if I'm like if I'm workaholic level most I would like yeah take the frontline job and do this other work <laughs> like, I, I can't do that there's no way I can do that it's taking me there's no way. so like I'm I'm trying to see if if maybe there's a way for me to to figure out because part of my me do saying that I want to do frontline work is not just for me to like for survival but also and this is very selfish also so I can say that I've done it and then whatever I say next to make fun of whatever situation I can go yeah you don't know you never been to the front lines like me. Yeah, to to have that that card in your hand, yeah, yeah, it was so valuable that that card. Weapon in your artillery. Yeah, it's like it's it's so easy. Like now, if I just talk shit on Twitter, and then people are like, "Whoa, whoa, you can't blah blah," I'm like, "Whoa, what do you know, man? Huh? What do you know about anything? I had to try. You 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 weren't on the streets. (laughs) We was on the streets." Yeah, you're some kind of banker. You don't talk nonsense to me. I'm out here. I'm out here breathing the air. <laughs> I'm out here, no mask on. What you think? <laughs> it's hard out here. And then touching you know, hands. Yeah, I've been touching people's stuff, breathing people's air. <laughs> the government tracks me everywhere I go. You don't know shit about fuck. Shut up. <laughs> but yeah. So <laughs> that's like half of my motivation to do frontline work. Frontline work. I mean, yeah, I absolutely understand it. I, I, I get it. 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 Uh, so and yeah. 
And I've what? been thinking. I've been thinking. Um, uh, so my full-time, current full-time job, Ella, uh, making digital video content for the internet for a very specific brand, yeah, itu the lucky. And yeah. uh, my contract with them runs out soon, and I'd, I'll have to decide whether or not I want to continue that contract. And I, I, I don't really want to. Mm. Oh, spoiler alert! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope uh, I don't know. I don't know. Nah, nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, say it. What is it that you thought <laughs> no one was gonna care about? Say that. Uh, uh, yeah, nobody cares if I stay on at the lucky or not. I, I, I don't think. Uh, okay, but. But a thing that I've been entertaining in my brain recently, Ella, to not exactly you know quote unquote masuk front light work, but to to be in uh, FMB, particularly become a barista for some reason. Wow. And and I've been thinking about macam this thought of wanting to become a barista coincided with the thought of moving to New Zealand. So it was very easy for me to come to the conclusion that I want currently want to be a barista in New Zealand, and you want to be my roommate. Oh right, yeah. Wait, you wanted to be a barista in New Zealand. So do you want to move there and then become a barista, or become a barista here, get your barista license, and then is that is that credit transferable to New Zealand? I don't know how barista things work. What is your actual plan? Let's hear your action plan. What? You know, what's your action plan? Like uh, step one, do this, step two. Yeah. Action plan. Okay. Uh, these are uh, you know frivolous fantasies that I currently uh, have uh, no real concrete uh, desire to betul betul pursue. But mm. uh, this thought hasn't left me yet. So maybe if in the next week or two these thoughts persist, maybe I'll start making a real. Action plan after that because you know thoughts are fleeting, and oh, you don't really want to go to New Zealand. There, te- I, I actually, I actually, I actually would find that uh, idea very attractive, mm. but I don't know if this is an impulse thought or not. Macam, okay, right, right, macam, right. Macam, it's not, it's not <sighs> easy, you know, quote unquote, easy to do that, especially no. in these uh, PKP times. Oh yeah. Sure. So macam macam I'd I'd have to be willing to go through a certain amount of kesusahan to get through mm-hmm. that to yeah. make that come true. So I don't know if this is true. Uh, do you? Uh, you replied <laughs> to my tweet of wanting yeah, to yeah, go yeah. to New Zealand. Bec- uh, you said you wanted to go too. Uh, was that true in any sense at all? Yes, <laughs> but here's my level of laziness. My thing is. If somebody has a plan to go to a place, my plan is just I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna be like part of your expenses, as in I, I'm gonna help <laughs> out. With, I'm gonna help out with your expenses, not like I'm gonna add to your expenses. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> part of your expenses. That's too lazy, man. That's not. That's too lazy even for me. I'm not hot. I'm not too. I'm not sexy enough to be able to do that. You know, I'm not that hot. <laughs> You know, if I, I there's a certain level of sexy somebody can get where you can just you know you can just have different houses at different rappers' favorite cities, and then you'll be <laughs> fine. But I'm not that kind of Instagram hot. Okay, <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Uh, when, if 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 you do end up going to New Zealand, did you have any thought about what you might do there or something? 
My thing is to to list the thing I, I told you about. Like as at the time of recording, I already started back on my YouTube stuff, and I think um, and I have I do have a following. I keep forgetting that I do. I don't expect I honestly I expected there to be like twelve, ten, fifty viewers per per video, but people are watching. People are replying, and people remember that they like me, <laughs> and I I I'm. I'm Starting to feel braver about posting whatever I want to post. The latest video that I post on on there is um is fully in English and I didn't care, and people didn't respond terribly. No dislikes, so like okay, cool. Because yeah, that can still be like a sustainably sustainable thing I think for me to be able to do, and I kind of want to do that. And um, if I if I'm in in New Zealand, my thing is expenses, so I come in and I be like. All right. If you have a plan, I'm gonna go there, and then uh, whatever the expenses, I'm gonna help you out with that from my end. And then the my my game plan is to bring my gear, to do whatever uh, funny things I can do, find spots to do comedy, and then just slowly build from there because that's technically how I've built my comedy cred. Um, yeah. Here, so I'm just gonna go there and rebuild. And yeah. I know it's gonna be harder for sure, but I know people in New Zealand. I know of them, I guess. <laughs> I don't really. I mean, I feel like comedians are like we're kind of a tribe. We find each other, and I'm like, hey, you're a comedian. Hey, it's like, uh, I don't know if it's the same with actors or theater performances, but if you're a comedian and you see another comedian, there's like a, the kinship is like almost immediate. We can just roll immediately. It's such it's such a shortcut to being funny. Being funny, but it's just a shortcut to being friends. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I don't, I don't think, um, yeah, that that would be my plan, lah. Like as much of a plan as it is, which is, oh, you're going, all right, I'm gonna go, and this is how much I can afford to contribute to monthly. And if we live in a house, then we can split it. And then if you have a plan, I'm gonna contribute what I can contribute. And as long as I'm in a country where uh, the politics seem like it makes sense. And there's sustainable sustainable business practices in there, and I can be free to live as I want to live. <laughs> It'll be attractive, and then yeah. Or another thing that's fun. I mean, everybody talks about leaving Malaysia, right? Every time, every time news comes across, uh, apa, the government put your back door lah, or like one MDB. Everybody feels like ah, I want to leave. I want to migrate, right? Yeah. And it's because they don't like how Malaysia is. Is handling Malaysia. Mm. Um, my thing is that as well, but also one of the important thing is if I'm outside of Malaysia, suddenly I'm interesting. Like, suddenly or interesting, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm here in Malaysia. Yeah. I'm a I'm a Malay guy. Who gives a shit about a Malay dude who's you know who looks oh he looks like he's a straight Malay guy? What what possible <laughs> interesting opinion can he offer here? He already has yeah. everything. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm in New Zealand. I'd be like, "Well, here's the thing." But let me tell you about being in Malaysia. People are like, "Oh, dang! He drinks coconut milk with his coffee. That's <laughs> that's insane. Oh, this guy's ethnic." So immediately, I can be funnier on stage. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. makes sense. And 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 I think uh, the access that you would have uh, to the Meldern Meldern the Meldern. The Melbourne Comedy Fe- Frenchable, Frenchable, yeah, the Melbourne Comedy be, Festival. 
yeah, would be an attractive thing to a prospect to seek out as well. Oh yeah, big time, yo. And if we we gotta find our own like improv buddies there, they're gonna be improv yeah, people there. Yeah, sure. I I I definitely have that in my brain as well. When I move to Auckland, find a an improv group, and then perform yeah. to five people at a time. Yes. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I that that is really like because I know a lot of it is money. Like the problem of moving is money and. Mm. And once you get there, sure, you have your other problems of like assimilation, if that's important, the uh, new laws, uh, xenophobia. People think xenophobia is like like this big thing you can see, but all countries kind of have it. Um, mm. Like you are, if you are not from this country, I know what this person in this people in this country is supposed to look like. If you are, if you are particularly out from the outside group and you don't speak like the inside group, we don't, we're not going to treat you the same. And that yeah. can be enough to be difficult to to live with and around. So, um, uh, but aside from that, is the money. As long as you have money to to to, to rent and stay, uh, stay, keep the lights on, and eat something, it's a it's a it's a thing. It, it's what sentence. As long as <laughs> as long as you can live somewhere, you should be able to endure stuff. But the living is the most important thing. So that's money, and yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. Which I'm, with my current set of skills, I'm. I don't know how confident I'd be in the in the you know job hunt in New Zealand. But if I have some barista ing abilities, wow. I feel like which I'm, I can uh, shop that around a little bit that's more confidently. Really, I don't know, man. I feel like coffee shops are everywhere. They're always looking for people. I don't know. This is an assumption. I don't know. Alternatively, um, we can do something that's politically abhorrent, and then we can go there as refugees. <laughs> so, like, like I mean, we're not like. There's no record of this anywhere. But me and Anwa, oh yeah, can we say this? I'm gonna say this on this podcast in the in with the goal of helping us become refugees. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we we have we have said stuff critical of the of some royal family members, on online. Uh, it's not on record, and uh, I'm not gonna say who it is or what we said, but people saw that, and it is within our capacity and uh, to to say that again if necessary. So <laughs> so we get on a large enough platform, we talk enough shit, and then enough newspapers pick it up, we can uh, successfully become refugees. Uh, we can seek political asylum. Yes, you can seek political asylum. We can just, you know, uh, yeah, that might be something uh, to think about. <laughs> to think about. Uh, I apologize if I got a little rambly or weird with my sentences. I don't know if that's been happening because I've not recorded an episode of a podcast in a while. I've been focusing my energies on on YouTube stuff, and um, yeah, that's that's why this feels a little weird right now. Also, Raya is longer. It feels like it feels like Raya is a longer time. I don't know. Does that make sense? That's interesting because I felt like Raya was shorter. Oh, yeah. Because it felt like you know the first day of Raya happened, and then that was that. <laughs> I guess. Huh. But for me, Raya felt like um, like longer to get through. 
like uh oh did you have more stuff to get through no i just had less i think that's why i had to fill it with bullshit here's what i really genuinely did for a year for myself uh yes i made food but nobody i'm alone in the house because my brother went home for for for, with the family and now he's miserable but um uh um I what I did for myself for a year was I inst- I installed uh, emulators for for some games and I now have a bunch of games I really really want to play but they are so these games are so good that and I've never played them and I'm like yo this would be such a waste if I don't record it and put it on YouTube <laughs> I still have that bit of me that like oh I gotta put this as work but. <laughs> yeah, but as I was installing, I was so happy to get everything working because it took a long time. And I guess I'm relating to your computer woes that you you are having right now, because I had to deal with a lot of like. Just yesterday, I installed and downloaded like almost a terabyte's worth of new software, new workarounds, new graphic packs, texture models, and whatever to make this particular piece of emulation work. And then when it finally did, I found out that I my computer does not have the capacity to run that <coughs> and record it at the same time. Damn. So I yeah, so I uninstalled it and deleted it. So it took a whole day. <laughs> took a whole for, day for me to find out for myself that that was true. <laughs> so like, but but the emulation that I installed during Raya, that's that's gonna be fun. And I know there's so many people making gaming videos out there, but. I don't care. I want to make mine and <laughs> uh, talk through playing video games because I feel like I'm interesting because I'm that kind of narcissistic today. So yeah, that's uh, that's been that's why that's why we fall close while we listen to podcasts. That's what we that's what this episode is about. Yes, <laughs> uh, the podcasts are so good. What what have you been listening to that's like been really great for your cooking? Uh the most recent one Ella Pistol Shrimps podcast, Pistol Shrimps Radio, where Ooh. Mark McConville and Matt Gorley uh go to uh women's rec league basketball game. Yeah. They follow Pistol Shrimps around. The Pistol Shrimps is a basketball team, women's basketball yeah. team, and they yeah. commentate from beside the court. And they, you know, if all the things that you can know about basketball is 100%, they know probably 5%. <laughs> okay. And and they they have a lot of fun. Yeah. And they're very good improvisers. They're ha- half of Super Eagle. Uh, so, macam lawa. And it's fun. Nice. Yeah. That's all. Uh, they haven't made macam... Because games are on pause and I... I'm yeah. going through their earliest episodes now sejak 2015. So I have a lot of a lot of episodes to look forward to which is fun. Nice. Um what do you think of the uh, Rizman episode? I loved it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I listened to it while go- going out for grocery shopping. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, I'll be waiting in line to go into Eon or to go into Daiso, and I'd be stifling laughter because it's fast. <laughs> you know, it, it's 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 funny. <clears throat> I I, I like I like how you uh, kept him 
on topic. <laughs> yeah, if you know him in real life, you've talked to him in person, right? He has the yes. attention span of a gnat. He's like, yo, look, come back. No, this is interesting. S- stay here. You're more interesting than you think. You just say all the interesting things one by one. Oh, I, and I <laughs> yeah. think a very impressive thing that you do uh, that was demonstrated in the Rizma episode that I don't think I, I could do because I don't have that kind of a memory. Yeah, oh. let's put, uh, let, uh, you put a pin on a thing. Yeah. A, th- a new thing comes up You said Okay let's put a pin on that Let's continue yeah. with this Main uh, timeline And then when yeah. that Main timeline finishes You go back to the thing That you pinned And I, I don't think I'd have the memory for that I don't I don't think <laughs> you, you don't think you can remember A one hour conversation I, I don't think I could remember <laughs> That I put a pin in it Like oh, okay, I put okay. a pin in, in, in the thing Five minutes ago You know mm, Yeah Because I'd mean, be swept both, up yeah. in, the, in, the, in the main story <laughs> we we both know this because we've played improv together. Yeah. So, yeah, I know I know which part you would forget. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so every time we did that, I was, I'm, I'm both very impressed and very thankful because, you know, the thing that you put a pin into that was interesting as well. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. So for the listeners who haven't listened to, there are listeners who only listen to the episodes with Anwar, and I I understand that you only listen to whoever you know. But try to check out the rest of the episodes with with uh, Rizman, and also I think the episode with Zaina is really good as well. And yeah. uh, listen to all the other episodes um, if you want to check out more of my nonsense. And um, and yeah, thank you for listening. That is the end of today's episode. Uh, stay safe. Wash your hands, be careful, and love each other. Bye. Peep.